Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So the comments you heard before we went to the top of the hour were basically about, um, you know, Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers. And when you hear that, you kind of think, okay, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So how is Carson Wentz in that same stratosphere, so to speak. Uh, Dan Orlovsky making that comment from ESPN, the NFL analyst there and former quarterback himself. We've had him on the program before. Now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Dan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, bud? We are doing extremely well, uh, at least I guess the, the best we can. Everybody's trying to make uh, the best out of this whole situation. Uh, but, you know, still watching you guys every morning and, and the breakdown of the NFL and getting ready for the draft. And then uh, then you make the comment about Carson Wentz. I get it. When I heard it, I get it because you look statistically at where they're at. But when, when you when you start to talk about putting Carson Wentz in the same category as Aaron Rodgers, explain to the people that maybe didn't catch those comments earlier, explain why. Yeah, well, it's, it's important to clarify that this was not a Lifetime Achievement Award. You know, this was not comparing – who's a better quarterback up until this point in their careers, you know, who's accomplished more in, or anything like that. That is not a conversation. It's far and away, Aaron. Um, but the, the, when, when I was asked, hey, give us your top five guys right now, that is, okay, where they are in their careers, who is uh, their general manager, who is their play caller, who are the people around them, who, like what, what quarterbacks are going to be top five performers so to speak right now as as of that was a week ago and so that's why i put carson wentz up there because of kind of what we saw in comparison last year uh, between if you looked at carson's performance last year and aaron's performance last year well i would say that carson had taking the fanatic out of it and the emotion out of it as good if not a better season than aaron with significantly less players. I mean, he didn't have a Devontae Adams, and I know he was hurt for some time, but he didn't have anyone close to Devontae Adams or Jimmy Graham for what Jimmy Graham was um, outside of Zach Ertz. And so uh, I, where they stand right now, that's why I placed Carson ahead of Aaron. Tell me what uh, Aaron needs to put him back to that, uh, I guess upper echelon where you know many think think that he should be. Some think you know in these parts that hey they should have never given him that contract that that, that he's past his prime. His statistics are starting to show it. He's going to become a very average quarterback very quickly. Others believe that it's just the weaponry around him. Tell me what you think. Yeah, I would I would be certainly in the latter. Um, all respect to those people who believe that way that Aaron is past his prime. I just caution people always when you think greatness is done. And Aaron is one of the all-time greats. When you want to sit there and tell people that they're done, I say be very cautious of it because we have a lot of examples and more recent ones than not of 
all-time great and people saying they're done, you just don't doubt greatness. You look at a Tiger Woods or you look at a Tom Brady. Like, these people doubted and said that they were done. And greatness is very – you be careful doubting greatness. So what does Aaron need? You know, I don't think that Aaron needs to become something different. I was one of the people last year, the very few, certainly on a national um, scale, that was saying Aaron Rodgers is still playing really good football. I was saying watch out for Aaron Rodgers. If there's a guy that I think might get hot in this playoffs, it's Aaron Rodgers. We saw that in the Seattle game. And so um, I, I think that a more comfortable – interaction with Matt LaFleur will go a long way. You're going to see a, a better version of Matt LaFleur this season as well. And I've been saying this for two years. Like, they need better players. They, they, they need more weaponry around him. Devontae's great. Devontae is a bona fide top five receiver in this, NF, in this league. And he is a legit one. But he's kind of solo. You know, like, they don't really have a legit two. They've got some good pieces that might be – Lower-end threes at the third receiver position or a fourth receiver, a good four, but Lazard or something like But they don't have a real threat for a two. It's always been Greg and Donald or Greg and Jordy, and they've been missing since, since really Devontae became on the scene or really number two. And so they need to bring some weaponry in to help him and, uh, and for him to have the opportunity to distribute the ball a bunch. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you as well, you lose Brian Balaga, the right tackle. You tell me now, you got a guy in Ricky Wagner coming in who had kind of lost his job. He did lose his job in, in Detroit. He's played okay, uh, you know, throughout his career, but uh, the end of his reign in Detroit was not uh, the way he wanted it to go. Now he gets his second life, we'll say, in Green Bay. You tell me what it's like to lose your right tackle and now you got to kind of get that feel all over again, and you got to figure out uh, Funches, and then another wide receiver, a rookie. You got to gain everybody's trust. How how much of a monumental task does Aaron Rodgers have ahead of him? Yeah, this is massive. I mean, Balog is a big deal. Balog is the biggest deal to it all. I mean, he is he has been such a trusted person on that offensive line, and certainly for Aaron. That's what made this when this offensive line were the best in the NFL last year. And when that right tackle is not there, um, it's it's just a matter of people need to understand that, like, really, you've got what on average two two point two to two point three seconds to make your decision and be protected in the NFL on a consistent basis. And if that right tackle that comes in and plays is a tenth of a second worse performance wise or two-tenths of a second worse, meaning holding off that defender, that is tremendously impactful to a quarterback's play and a quarterback's comfort and a quarterback's trust. And so Wagner's going to have to play really the version of football that we saw in in Baltimore early on in his career. And that's going to be a challenge for Matt LaFleur to get a feel for exactly where he is in um, in his career. And so whatever wide receiver comes in, probably in the draft, they're going to have to draft one that, because of our offseason, has a really good understanding of, you know, what that offense is going to look like. Maybe they ran some things similar in, similar in the college level. And I would just say this. Um, when you're looking at the big picture of Green Bay and Aaron and whatnot, and this is really uh, for the case for places like Drew Brees and a Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford, but speaking directly to Green Bay and Rodgers. Every organization better learn from New England 
And every organization better realize that if you um, don't help your quarterback out when he's getting older, meaning support him, meaning have good players around him so all the burden's not on him, you're going to make him really mad. And eventually you're going to make him mad to a point where he's not willing to look past it. And it should be a learning tool for a team like Green Bay that only has, you know, a three- or four-year window left probably with Aaron that they need to do everything they can to make sure they're making his job as easy as possible. So listening to that, my assumption would be wide receiver – first and second round, or at least one in the first two rounds, maybe some additional help, uh, a tight end or another running back? Because Aaron Jones had a successful season, but also he's coming up on the end of his contract. It's, it's usually not the Packers' way to give running backs that second big deal. He may go find more money yeah. elsewhere. So you would assume it's going to be offensive weaponry early on in the draft? has to be. Has, it, it would be inexcusable not to be. Coming off, coming off of last year and all the money they spent on free agency, which, by the way, was obviously money well spent because those guys have, have proven to be, even in their big money deals, really good players. Um, it, it, it would be inexcus- inexcusable for them not to be. And this is such a, a wide receiver rich draft. You don't have to reach, you know, in round one. If the guy that you like is there, obviously you take him. But if, if, I, if, if I'm telling you a dream scenario, I'm telling you, that you get a, a receiver that is uh, more about size and contested catches than it is about speed and shiftiness. You've kind of got that with Devontae. Devontae's probably in the conversation for top three route runner in the NFL. I want a guy that's got a little bit of size to him in Green Bay and, and can go up and make contested catches, whether it's 12-yarder, 15-yarders, or big balls. I don't need a guy that needs total separation. Give me a guy – that can make these contested catches. And then I want a tight end. You know, I'm, I'm still high on Jay Sternberger. Um, I still think that he's going to have impact. I loved watching him in college football. and so, um, But certainly a tight end that is more about um, – has more the ability to get open than measurables. You know, and that might sound weird to people, but the ability to get open is understanding body leverage and body lean and color – and as a very aware and intelligent football player rather than, hey, this kid's six foot three, two 260 pounds and runs 4'4". Four, four. So those would be the, the two, two picks really in the first three rounds that I would say are paramount for Green Bay. Dan, always a pleasure. Great explanation. I appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes. Uh, have a great holiday this weekend, and then uh, we'll talk again soon as this draft uh, comes upon us, and hopefully we're going to have football on schedule and on time. Be good. I hear you, bud. Be well. Stay safe. Appreciate it. There you go. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst, former quarterback himself, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.